0: Welcome to the Aligned Leader Podcast, a personal growth podcast for driven women who want to level up their life and business. Tune in weekly to learn emotional management tools and mindset-expanding tips. I'm your host, mindset and business coach, Michelle Costas. Let's get started. Well, welcome back, everyone. This week, we're going to be talking about setting goals for the new year, but this is applicable for any time of year, and I just really feel it is so important to talk about this because I think that goal setting can be this positive thing that we talk about, and we dream about. But if you don't think about your goals, if it's been three days since you have thought about your goal, it's more of a dream or a wish than a goal. And so I'm going to talk about the ways that I set goals and through the years how I've been able to complete my goals based off of these tools that I use that I'm gonna teach you today. And there was a study that only 8% of people complete their New Year's resolutions. And I think that the reason is, is that they don't take the time to reflect. They set the same goal every year. They go all or nothing. They don't plan to make mistakes. They don't plan for you know, challenges that may arise. They may set a diet goal, but then they forget about their anniversary or their birthday or whatever. So we're going to talk about being intentional about this. But what's even more important, in my opinion, than even setting up for the new year with our goals is taking this time during this season to reflect, and the, the benefits of, of reflecting are that you actually can look back and see all of the things that you did well, all of the things that you would like to do differently, and all of the things that maybe you know you would like to stop doing or start doing. And today I took some time before I did this podcast to really sit down and write out all the things in 2022 that I experienced. All of the the wins that were because of of my mindset, choices that I made, positive things that happened for me this year. And as I was completing the list, this really set me up to create my goals for the coming year. And the reason it did that is because it reminded me of all the areas that I have championed Currently, and it gave me confidence and belief in myself to know that if I could create what I created this year, what else would be possible for the coming year? But you see, when we start from a mindset of just going in and setting either lofty goals or setting goals based off of what we set last year, but maybe we didn't complete, there's a whole different energy and confidence. When we choose to do it from a place of reflecting on our wins. So, I took some time to reflect on the wins of the year. I took some time to reflect on the things that I want to do differently in the coming year. But it was really important for me to start with what went right because we tend to, as achievers, focus on all the things that we didn't meet or all the things that we didn't do. And that's not a powerful place to start the new year. So focus and and put pen to paper and write down all the things that you did this year. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a financial goal or a weight loss goal or a business goal. It could be that you, you know, one of the things that I wrote down was I survived COVID twice and so did my husband. And, you know, the the one that we had in January was a very terrible form of COVID and it was really awful. And so just acknowledging even the things that you've overcome this year can set you up for a powerful New Year. So, this is going to also help you gain some insights. You can learn from your past experience, and then it also can set the stage for more personal growth. So, being really honest and not going into judgment, but really staying in curiosity to what we have created this. Year And some ways that you can do that is you can either write it in a journal like I did, uh, you can talk to a friend, you can talk to a therapist or a coach, or you can even find some prompts online for reflecting on the past year. So that's what I wanted to lead with when you're going into setting goals because it's going to really get your mind In a positive place. And it's also gonna allow you to dig deeper into the goals that you wanna create for yourself and coming from a place of power and confidence. So, why is it important to set goals? So, I was reading some facts on this. A survey by the business coaching company Fierce Incorporated found that people who wrote down their goals were 50% more likely to achieve them than those who do not. So, 50% more likely to achieve the goal than the people who did not write down their goal. That's huge. So, you are already at a huge advantage if you're willing to at least get pen to paper and write it down. Another reason it's important to set goals there was another survey conducted by the business coaching company Franklin Covey, and they found that people who set goals are more likely to feel confident focused, and motivated, and they are also more likely to experience career advancement and financial success. Okay, so there's another example for you of why it's important to set goals. And then lastly, another, if you need the proof in the pudding, facts and figures, there was another survey done. Research performed by the coaching company Dominate Fitness found that people who set goals are 10 times more likely to achieve them than those who do not set goals. 10 times more likely. So if you don't think it's important, I'm telling you right now, it makes all the difference in setting your intentions and you're communicating to your subconscious brain what you want to prioritize in the coming year. And I wanted to get curious of like, okay, so why don't sometimes we want to set goals? You know, sometimes there is negative feelings when we start to think about the things that we haven't accomplished. You know, what does it mean about us if we haven't lost that 20 pounds? Or what does it mean about us if we aren't making six figures yet? Maybe it's if we set the goal, we're afraid that we're going to fail, and it's just less painful to just not set the goal at all. There's another reason why a lot of times people don't set goals is fear of success, you know there there is a price tag with success and a lot of times we don't acknowledge that that you know if we are not choosing success sometimes there can be something in our subconscious that is blocking us from receiving it whether it's our capacity that we are afraid we're going to lose it or we're afraid it's going to change us or we're afraid it's going to change our relationships It's going to change our friendships, our family relationships. There are some serious fears that come with success. So I would recommend that when you're setting your goals for the year, acknowledge those thoughts, journal them out. Are there any fears that if you do complete these goals, that what will happen if you complete them? What negative thing will happen? It's really important to allow your brain to go there. All right. So how to set effective goals? You really want to make sure you're using the SMART criteria. So your goals will be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And then you're really going to want to make sure you break large goals into smaller steps. So my business coach talks about having a three-year goal a three-year business number goal, financial goal. And I have that for myself. And what that does is it creates this possibility that if you go into 2023 and you set these big goals, these big financial or business goals, and you come short of that goal, that it doesn't mean your life is over. It doesn't mean your business is over. It's part of the three-year plan because sometimes it can take a little time to find that momentum and and get into that gear. So you really want to make sure you're breaking it down those large goals over the course of 3 years or over the course of a year and then breaking it down into smaller steps. So really I personally believe in the one thing concept. There is one goal that if you set and you achieve that goal, there would be a ripple effect for everything else. So my goal is that I want to lose um, weight this year. And when I lose that weight, I know that that's going to affect my energy. I also have a goal around my fitness that I know is going to be tied to that weight loss goal. I know that it's going to positively impact my energy, positively impact how I show up, positively impact even my finances because of the energy that I will have. So all of that is going to be affected by my health goal, and so that is my number one goal my one thing when I really sat down and looked at what would make the biggest difference for me is being really intentional with my meal planning. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to be perfect, but I am going to have a plan and I have it. I have my plan in place. I have my strategy in place. And I know exactly the steps that are going to get me there. And I also know that there are going to be times where I don't do it perfectly. And it's important to acknowledge that because the day that it happens, when January 10th comes or February 1st comes or March 15th comes, and inevitably we make a small mistake or we go slightly off of our path of, of what we were choosing for our New Year's resolution, when we have that day, the day after perfect, how we talk to ourselves that day is going to determine whether we continue. And so I just know that I'm human, and I just know that I'm not going to do things, quote, perfectly. So when I am you know, setting these goals. I'm making them realistic. I'm making them achievable. I'm making sure that I believe that they're possible. I'm stretching myself, but I'm not going to this place of uh, where my mindset is not ready for. For example, if we're talking about weight loss, for me, I know with insulin resistance and PCOS, when I have sugar, I gain weight really fast. Ultimately, I would love to be somebody who didn't have sugar in my diet, and that includes carbs, all of those things. But I am not there yet to where I'm willing to cut out all of those things yet. But I am willing to have a plan that is going to plan foods that are low in sugar. I am willing to have a plan of eating more clean and those things. And I am going to meet myself where I'm at with fitness. I'm not planning to work out seven days a week. I'm planning to work out three days a week because I need to meet myself where I'm at and do something that's realistic so I don't set something that is unrealistic and then beat myself up when I make a mistake. So these are realistic goals that allow for me to be a human. (laughs) and it keeps me in a place of joy because this is my life, and my goals are not going to determine how good I feel about myself as a person, as a coach, as a wife, as a sister, as a friend, as a daughter. It's not going to affect my value as a human, and so I can set stretch goals and not worry about time that I probably will make a mistake. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm being complacent and I'm giving myself an out or an excuse, but it's giving me room to be human so that I am willing to continue to set goals. Because if we make it feel bad to set a goal and not make it, we will ultimately stop setting goals altogether because it'll feel too negative, and it'll feel too negative when we don't make it. So making sure that your goals are measurable, making sure they're achievable and realistic, and making sure that you have a time frame that you're wanting to make it happen by. And, you know, again, I would set long-term and short-term goals. So if you are starting a meal plan or if you are starting a business plan of a certain amount of contacts you're going to do a day, whatever activity whatever activity is required of you to hit that main one goal that we talked about that will affect all the other ones, that activity can be broken down into how many times Per week you want to do it, how many times per day you want to do it, how many contacts you're going to make per day, how many times per week you're going to exercise. Getting really specific and having your daily and weekly and monthly steps they are going to help you complete the year-long goal. It helps it to feel more bite-sized and more achievable and less overwhelming. So when you have those short-term goals that you're setting, so for example, you have a goal to contact 10 people per day for your business, if you contact 10 people, there's a dopamine hit that will happen in your brain and you will start to believe that it is possible for you. It'll grow your confidence. Confidence is something that is grown over time and every time you have those small wins along the way, it adds up. And I really, really recommend, I think is vital to have it written down. Whether it's on a whiteboard, a journal, you have a post-it board, you put it all around your house, you have a tracking sheet, a track number grows. So if you really are intentional about putting pen to paper and keeping it in front of you, you are way more likely to completing your goal. So how do you stay motivated? So for me, Again, I like to trash my house. I like to have pictures of what I want everywhere. I like to make things easy. I have a specific water cup that I use, so I'm making sure I'm drinking water. I have a plan for for me where I have a list of meals that are easy and healthy and I can rotate them out each week, and I even have a set grocery list that's saved to where I can repeat it each week. I have all my ideas for my meals in uh, one note on my phone and computer, and then a weekly meal plan that gives options for breakfast, options for lunches, options for dinners. And of course, I'm gonna be able to swap those things out, but half the battle sometimes even more than that, but half the battle is having the plan. So if we don't plan, we plan to fail and I do a power hour every Monday for my business and my life that where I plan out my week, I schedule my groceries, I plan out what I'm gonna be doing in my business, I make sure my schedule is in alignment, I do my brain dump where I list out everything that I need to do in my personal life and my business life and then I schedule it in and each day I'm completing at least six of those tasks from the the initial list that I make on Monday every single week. And, you know, that has created so much abundance for me and productivity for me in my life that I would really, really highly recommend it. If you don't have a vision board, you can set it as a background on your phone or your computer. You can make it in Canva. It's a free app that you can do on your phone or your computer and put pictures of the things that you want to feel and experience I'd recommend getting a coach or accountability partner. When you have a coach... I, I will just say it, shameless plug, not just for me, but for any coach that's out there. It is amazing the dramatic increase people see in their results, just from having the space to have the accountability each and every week, and to have the space to bounce ideas off of, to have the space to have someone believe in you, help you make decisions that are getting you closer to your goals, that is everything. So whether it's an accountability partner or a coach, you really want to make sure that you are talking to someone about this. It will keep you energized. It is a lot more challenging to go at it alone, whatever your goal is that you're going for. It's a lot easier and a lot more fun to do it with a power partner or a possibilities partner. So the next thing I'd recommend is set up a reward system. You know, I haven't done it yet, but that's going to be the next thing on my list is When I hit my first five pounds lost, when I hit my first 10 pounds lost, and there's going to be little benchmarks along the way, all the way to the end of the year that will keep me motivated. And so for me, I'm thinking maybe it will be to buy a new piece of clothing or a new outfit or get my photos done, get new headshots, whatever that might be. But I'm going to reward myself now, even before I hit the goal, because how I feel is going to determine how I show up. But set up a reward system for yourself. And don't just reward yourself for the big goal, reward yourself for doing the process towards the goal, the process towards the goal. So if you have a goal in your business of contacting people, reward yourself if you do it five days a week, all month long, what are you going to do for yourself when you do that? And we do this for children, but we forget as adults that it's still motivating. So I'd highly recommend that. And then, of course, trashing our house. You know, put a picture of the main goal you're going for in your car. Put a quote that inspires you and the goal. Write it down. Have it on your fridge. Have it on your car. Have it on your bathroom mirror as a reminder to consistently do it. It's communicating to your subconscious brain the importance, and your subconscious brain will go to work to create it as well. So thank you guys for checking in this week. Thank you for listening. Make sure to share this with a friend if this inspired you. This can be your best year ever if you believe it. This can be your best year ever in your personal life, your business life, your family life. It can be your best year ever. And I really would recommend writing out your goals, but really choosing the one that makes the biggest difference to you. I know that if you're somebody who's listening to this, that you are an achiever, you are a leader, and you are committed to having your best life and being the best version of yourself, and so I know you can do it. And if you would like to do a free goal-setting call, you can schedule that with me, whether the link will be in the show notes, or you can go on my Instagram, and there's a link in my bio, or you can go to michellecostas.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-E-K-O-S-T-O-S.com and book a free call with me that we can set your goals and um, it's free for you and you'll get to experience what it's like to receive coaching. There is also a free download that's available on my website called 10 Questions High Achievers Ask Before Setting a Goal. It may help you think about your goals in a completely different way to set up the year. So if you're not sure where to start with goal setting, I'd recommend that. It's free. You just plug in your email and you get a free download sent to you. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you next week.